We are privileged to be joined by Mark Rogers, who is the senior U.S. economist for Econoday. Mark, thank you for joining us. It's my pleasure. Glad to be here. Mark, let's jump right into it. Uh, equities were up moderately uh, last week. What was behind that? Well, one key feature of the current trading environment is that expectations for company earnings for the fourth quarter have been lowered a little bit. So it's a little bit easier to beat expectations. But more specifically for this past week, uh, Alcoa, which is the traditional you know, first release in the Dow for earnings season, came in ahead of expectations after close Tuesday. So that bumped uh, stocks up Wednesday. And then Thursday before open in the U.S., uh, there were very favorable numbers for Chinese exports, which pointed to improvement in the global economy. So we got a little bump up there from China. All right. Well, that's some, some good news in the new year. Uh, now, conversely, Treasury yields were down a little bit. Now, usually rates rise when stocks go up. What was different this time? Well, that's exactly right. Usually you ha when stocks go up, you have flows from fixed income into equities as traders. You know, they're basically trying to take advantage of every opportunity. What this strongly suggests is there's still a sizable contingent within the trading community about being wary of earnings this for the fourth quarter. So basically there is still a sizable contingent preferring flight to safety as opposed to going into equities worrying you know, basically what's going to happen the next day, the next week, and so on. All right, so we've got slightly conflicting information here. Let's jump into another just, market. Just, just divergent views on earnings. What about Let's go into commodities. Let's go into the oil market. Oil nudged up last week. What was behind that? And what do you see that overall trend looking like? Because that's been all over the map lately. Well, basically, it's, uh, it's not just the U.S. anymore. It's the global economy and what nudged rate, not rates, what nudged oil prices up this past week was the improvement in Chinese exports. And it, it's starting to look like that the rise in oil prices is not just a seasonal factor related to driving time during December holidays. So it, it looks like in January, due to improvement in the global economy, we're seeing a modest upward trend in oil prices, which of course will eventually affect consumer prices. What uh, what stood out to you from the economic news last week as an as an expert economist? Well, we had limited news last week, but every now and then uh, there's news that it's just interesting because it's interesting, and the uh, international trade deficit was that peculiar report, and we had a spike in. The international trade deficit had widened sharply. Normally, when the U.S. trade deficit widens sharply at any given month, you can go directly to oil prices rose. 
not this month. It was <laughs> it was basically imports into the U.S. related to iPhone sales, bringing in production from overseas in order uh, for the big spike in iPhone sales. So it was basically a one-time event, and well, <laughs> I guess it just points to how big Apple is. <laughs> And they are big. So looking ahead to this coming week, we're here Monday. We're starting a brand new week. No holidays. What's uh, What stands out as uh, potential market movers this, this coming week? There are a lot of numbers coming out this week, but uh, what stands out include retail sales, housing starts, industrial production, and the Fed's beige book. Each of those touches on key facets of the economy, that could affect a trader's view of where interest rates are headed and earnings are headed. Mark, what likely will stand out about those reports? Well, first of all, for retail sales, there's been some concern about the holiday season and which would affect earnings for retailers. We've already had numbers come in on motor vehicle sales, and those were strong, but they did dip a little bit coming off a very strong November, which is, is no big deal, but technically will weigh down slightly on retail sales. And also, oil prices and gasoline prices, on average, emphasis on average, probably tug down on retail sales for December, even though at the end of the month they appear to have been going up. So what the focus needs to be for retail sales is to look at retail sales excluding motor vehicles and excluding gasoline. That'll give us a good idea of the core reading. For housing starts in November, we had a nudge down in starts after a good month of previous month but also permits were up in December which is a leading indicator and the National Association of Home Builders housing market index has been on a moderate uptrend so there's a good chance we'll have a, a nice number for housing starts in December however going into the winter months it's important to keep in mind that seasonal factors are very strong this time of year. So we could get some erratic swings. Turning to industrial production, uh, one of the random factors in the headline number is utilities output, which can be affected by atypical weather. And if it's warm during the winter, you're going to have less than usual utilities output. So we need to dig down deeper and focus on the manufacturing component. In fact, for the Labor Department's employment report for December, we had a four-tenths percent gain in production worker hours in manufacturing. So that points to a healthy manufacturing component in industrial production. And then finally, the Fed's beige book is increasingly important because the Fed switch to a new methodology for its guidance for uh, how long rates are going to remain low. They're going to focus on labor market indicators and inflation expectations. So traders are going to be parsing the beige book for any indications 
of changes in the labor market and changes in inflation expectations. So basically, the Beige Book has increased in importance for traders to focus on those areas of the economy. Uh, Mark, thank you, thank you very much for your time. We really appreciate it. Thank you.